I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Friday, the 1st of December. If this isn't a sign of the times, Dusty Boy, then I don't know what is. Cozzy Lives, aka the short word for cost of living, has been crowned Macquarie Dictionary's <laughs> word of 2023. Uh, Cozzy Lives has been in my vocabulary all year, B-Man. Mm-hmm. Now, Fox Sam, if you are looking for someone to fund a little part of your weekend, then you may be in luck. Because we're giving away 50 bucks today in our weekly quiz at Quick Sticks. All you've got to do is have the Flux app, have your notifications turned on, and be the first person to answer three questions. So make sure you download the Flux app and get ready to play today. Three riveting stories today, Juzzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first, Temple and Webster, the online furniture retailer, has bucked the Cozzy Lives trend <laughs> with a big jump in sales over the past five months. Wow, Spending down, but Temple and Webster sales up, so tell me more. Well, Temple and Webster is the online-only furniture retailer mm-hmm. founded in 2011 in Australia. They sell everything from home decor to kitchenware to pet stuff and even fake Christmas trees last <laughs> time I looked. And since Temple and Webster went public in late 2015, they've been under the spotlight mm-hmm. and on quite a roller coaster. Listed at less than $1, jumped up to more than $13 during COVID, dropped down to under $4. And Juzzy Boy, just when everyone thought these cost-of-living times were forcing consumers to pull back, Temple and Webster pulls a little rabbit from their hat. Their sales between July and November this year increased 27% compared to the same period last year. So, Jazzy Boy, how have they managed this when others are really battling? Well, they reckon part of the reason is that they've dropped their prices. Because their shipping costs have dropped. So what is the key learning here? In the cutthroat world of retail, mastering shipping costs can be the very difference between thriving and barely surviving. Now, B-Man, during the pandemic, we all remember and felt shipping costs skyrocketed. This obviously forced retailers to increase the price of their products. You want a brand spanking new rocking chair? Well, (laughs) that'll cost you an arm and or a leg. But Brett, the jump in shipping costs also ate into the margins of many retailers. Because shipping costs are one of the key costs of selling physical goods. But here's the thing. Cargo transportation has dropped by as much as 90% since early 2022. But many retailers are not passing on these benefits to us consumers. But for Temple and Webster, dropping their prices has clearly worked for their sales. For our second story, Australia's inflation rate for October dropped, yes, it dropped, below 5% for the first time in over 20 months. Uh, Good news for homeowners, me thinks, B-Man, so (laughs) tell us more. Well, we've all heard the term inflation quite a lot over the last year or two. And we felt the impact of inflation even more over the past few years. That's, of course, the term used to describe the increased price of goods and Mm -hmm. services across Australia. And Brett, for a bit of context, the Reserve Bank of Australia reckons that our target inflation rate should be between 2 to 3%. Yep, that's the sweet spot where all things should be humming along quite nicely. (laughs) But B-Man, inflation jumped from 1.1% in March 2021 Mm -hmm. to nearly 8% in December 2022. But thankfully, the RBA has just released the latest inflation numbers for October. And we're on the decline down to 4.9%. And this kind of caught some experts off guard. They weren't expecting this one. So it means homeowners may be breathing a sigh of relief. Ooh, so what is the key learning here? The inflation rate isn't just a willy-nilly number. It's one of the pulses for the Australian economy. And it's the main indicator that the Reserve Bank looks at and reacts to. Put simply, man, when inflation rises, then the Reserve Bank raises the interest rate. Which it has done oh so many times in the past couple of years. The idea is to make mortgage repayments harder, investments less appealing, and therefore reduce spending overall. But in times of low inflation, the Reserve Bank of Australia might lower the cash rate. And therefore encourage spending and investment. And Jazzy Boy, with inflation numbers coming in lower than expected for October, only 11% of experts reckon there will be a rate rise in December. For our third and final story, Amazon has entered the AI race with their new chatbot, Amazon Q, that's designed specifically for businesses. Can you just hear Jeff Bezos's goofy 
goofy, kind of evil laugh upon <laughs> this release. So what is the story here? Well, Amazon is basically everything story. And now, B-Man, Amazon's just launched their own AI chatbot called Amazon Q. But, Jazzy Boy, this chatbot isn't meant to give you sassy responses like X's grok. Or help you write love poems like <laughs> ChatGPT. No, it's designed specifically for companies to help them improve their operations. And, B-Man, it's considered to be a step towards artificial general intelligence. A.K.A. Putting it simply, human-level intelligence. And now, Brett, Amazon's joined Microsoft and Google and Meta at the AI table. But these rapid developments in AI have got some people questioning whether the race to win the AI game may come at some sort of cost. So what is the key learning here? The race to the top of AI may actually become a race to the bottom in terms of safety. That sounds kind of dark, B-Man. Well, Jazzy Boy, right now, the biggest companies and the biggest brains are pouring in billions to win the AI race. And that means less focus on safety of new features and more focus of speed of releasing new features. Features that may not be properly or appropriately tested. Which may be dangerous to society. And this is especially scary when we start dabbling with artificial general intelligence. And B-Man, this is becoming a bigger concern even more recently. Yep, Sam Altman was allegedly fired from OpenAI because he wasn't focused enough on the risks of this technology. So it looks like AI companies are either going to have to introduce stronger self-regulation or the regulators are going to have to step up and keep up too. Mm -hmm. B-Man, do you know the name of Kayla Itzine's fitness app that she recently reacquired? I do, Jazzy Boy. I do indeed. That was one of the questions in our weekly quiz Quick Sticks last week. So Fluxfam, if you reckon you're one of the smartest of your mates and smartest in the Flux family, make sure you're playing Quick Sticks today. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on Monday.